Ken Bostrom Ministries. Beginning January 2018, Ken Bostrom Ministries engaged in a whole new assignment by entering the airwaves of the world. Don't miss Ken and Mary Bostrom Ministries Live. Come back to another episode. Uh, we have been teaching this week. Uh, today would be Friday if you're watching it live on Ken Kingdom Broadcasting Network uh, or another network. The, uh, this would be part three of the 12 tribes of Israel. We're going to be doing an in-depth study on this, so it'll be several weeks long. And uh, let me know if you're, in, in, if you're enjoying it, if you're learning something new. Uh, I, I happen to really like this, this study. I taught it in 2009. And um, I had three ring binders and they were full. You know, everybody that got a three ring binder and I would do a workshop on it. By the time they were done at the workshop, they had a full binder. And uh, I, I got that teaching. I start, I interested in it from Gwen Shaw of End Time Handmaidens. Gwen Shaw said that the, the tw understanding the 12 tribes of Israel was one of the most important things in the last days, because on, on, Gen on Genesis chapter 49, I'm going to read that to you again. And Jacob called his sons together and said, gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. Now, they, those 12 sons were not going to be alive, but the tribes and the assignment and the gifts and callings of each one of those tribes were going to be it throughout the entire Bible. And when we come into the New Testament, we are grafted into the vine. We're made one new man. And so uh, the last time we left off and we were talking about uh, Jacob's name change, you know, in, in uh, chapter 26, he, he, Esau and Jacob were in the same womb. Esau came out hairy and red and uh, Jacob came out clutching his heel. And the prophecy that the Lord gave to Rebecca was the older shall serve the younger. And so the older, probably by just a few seconds, was Esau, and he is having to serve the younger to this day. Um, and so here we have um, Jacob's name change, heel holder, supplanter, and then it was changed to God's fighter, a ruler with God. And when God changes your name, he gives you a new beginning. A name change will represent your calling. Um, you know, Abram uh, had, you know, before his name change, when he was Abram, uh, A-B-R-A-M, um, in Genesis 12, 2, it says, and God said he would make him a great nation. He would make him a great nation. But after his name change to Abraham, with the ha, the breath of God in there. Genesis 17, 5, I have made you a father of many nations. So after the name change, his destiny changed. And so um, there's other people we see in the Bible, uh, like for instance, Simon's name. Uh, Simon was uh, changed to Peter. And so here we see in, in name changers are very important. It changes your whole destiny. 
And there's a new name written down for each one of us in glory. <laughs> Amen. Now, the Jewish name actually has changed because uh, we now call them the Jews or the Jewish people. Well, let me tell you how that happened in history. Um, Jewish name change. The, first of all, they were called Semites. And that comes from the lineage of Shem. When, when we had the flood, we had Ham, Shem, and Japheth. Now, the, the, uh, the Asian, the Arabs, uh, the Jews all came from the lineage of Shem. And uh, the, uh, the north, um, all the northern countries, Russia, all of Europe area, they came from Japheth. The south, down in Africa and, and below, uh, they came from Ham. And so Semites, basically, you can't really call um, uh, Arabs or Palestinians anti-Semite because they are from the lineage of Shem. <laughs> and, uh, but they, they call them Semites. And so when, when somebody's called anti-Semite, that means they're against the Jewish people. Uh, then when, uh, when Abraham came, it comes from the, the word Eber. And here we have, um, uh, it, 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 from, from over there, I it can't find my notes right here, but they're called, they're, they were changed to Hebrews. And so from the time from, uh, from Abraham until in the book of Exodus, they were called Hebrews. And so once uh, Ab Jacob's name was changed to Israel, then they became a nation. On Mount Sinai, when they were in the wilderness, they became a nation, and they were called the Israelites. And they were called the Israelites all the way until uh, the, the Jews were taken from Jerusalem. The, 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 you know, we had the two kingdoms. We had the kingdom on top. It was called Israel, the ten tribes. And they were scattered way before Jerusalem. And then we have on the bottom, you have the other two tribes. And because of Jerusalem and, the, and Judah, they were called Jews. And you see that in, uh, in Esther. You see that in, in uh, a lot of different books of the Bible. But they were called, have been called Jews ever since the dispersion that they were sent to Babylon for those uh, 70 years. And so even their name changed. And with every you know, with every change, there was, there was something different happened. But here we have a restoration that's promised. Uh, Isaiah 49, 6. Indeed, he says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob, to raise them back up and to restore. Now, that word restore or restoration there in Hebrew is shalem, shalem. I know you, you're probably thinking shalom. Now, shalom means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing out of order. Shalem, uh, basically, it means to be safe, to completed, to finish, to give again, to recompense, to make restitution. He said, and we're going to restore. We're going to restore the preserved ones of Israel. And I will give you as a light to the Gentiles. And you shall be my salvation to the ends of the earth. Isaiah 63:17b says, Return to your servant's sake, the tribes of your inheritance. And here we see restoration has been prophesied. Restoration has been promised. 
Malachi 4.4 says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming and dreadful day of the Lord. Now, did that, did that happen with uh, John the Baptist? What came in the spirit of Elijah, didn't he? Because even Jesus said, uh, referred to him like that. But that's not the, it's, we have not come to the dreadful day of the Lord. The, the, the great and dreadful day of the Lord is in the last of the last of the last days. It's, it's talking about the tribulation period. And he shall turn. That word turn there is shuv. There is a, a period of time from Elul 1 to uh, Yom Kippur. It's called the, the uh, 30 days of Teshuvah, 40 days of Teshuvah. That's returning back to the Lord. And he shall turn, he shall shuv the heart of the children to the fathers. Now that's not talking about your natural. That's talking about the fathers there are Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. To the children, the children will be the children of God, um, the, the church. Now, when Jesus said in the New Testament, he said, pray this way, our father. They must have, they must have been just like, what? Abraham is our father. God, we're servants of God, and we're children of Abraham. And, and Jesus brought them out something brand new that they had never thought of, that God was their father. They had never seen that before. That was a new thing to them. But he's going to turn the hearts of the fathers, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, to the children, which would be the church. And the hearts of the church to the Jewish people. He's going to make them, it's like what talks about in Ephesians, he's going to make them one new man. That's what he was prophesied back then. I have never, you know, in 1967, I said this before, when the Jesus movement started, when the Jews for Jesus movement started, when the charismatic movement started, it started coming together little by little. And right now we see, um, you know, I'm, I'm filming this in uh, Houston, Texas. And um, they had the, the, the biggest Passover Seder uh, at Passover time last year uh, in the United States. No, nobody's ever had that, that big a Passover Seder. You know, that would never be. I, I remember uh, back in um, 2006, maybe 2005, I took the girls I was mentoring to a Passover Seder and it was in a, in a room that held probably not even 50 people. And now we have thousands going. It's um, amazing because that's our, we're, the, God's welding our heart together. He's, this is what's happening. Um, now there's a natural in a spiritual Israel. Uh, Romans 11:24 tells us that we are grafted into the root of Abraham. We are grafted into the root of Abraham, and that's from Romans 11:24. Galatians 3:29 tells us that we're Christ, the seed of Abraham, and heirs to the promise. We are heirs to the promise. The Samaritans weren't that before, but when Jesus died, we were grafted in. Anybody that receives Jesus receives that promise. Now, Genesis 15:5 says the Jews represent the stars. Let me, let me find that, Genesis 15, 5. Because God said, remember, he had no children. He had no children. 
And he brought him outside and said, look towards heaven and count the stars and see if you're able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. That was a promise from God. That's how your descendants are going to be. Now, what, what are those descendants? The, the stars represent the Jews. They represent the Jews. In fact, each one of the stars, God named them with a Hebrew name. And each one of the main constellations represent one of the tribes. So we're going to go through that. Uh, every tribe has got a constellation. Uh, and um, then we have Genesis. I think it's supposed to be 1217. I think I have that wrong. It's not supposed to be 22. That was a type O. Uh, so here we have, and that's not right either. So let me see. 20, maybe just 2217. Here it is, 2217. Blessing I will bless you and multiply I will multiply your descendants as the stars in the heaven and as a sand that is on the seashore. Your descendants shall possess the gates of your enemies. And so, uh, Genesis thirteen sixteen says dust. So you, the, the Gentiles are either like dust or the, the born again church is like either dust or sand. But we came from the earth. We came from dirt. Anyway, uh, so they're both natural and spiritual. What, but what is really interesting is the Old Testament calls them peculiar and the New Testament calls them peculiar. And so I thought that was interesting that both of them are peculiar and they're really peculiar. They're, they're set apart to be used of God. It's like they are peculiar, his own. They're set apart to be God's chosen people. Um, uh, having abolished the, in his flesh the enmity that is the law of the commandments pertain in the ordinance. So he created himself uh, one new man from the two, thus making peace. Amen. Amen. One new man. That's what, that's what God's called us to be. But you know what? It says to the Jew first. And it's really interesting in Romans chapter 1 and 2, it says to the Jew first three times. So let's see what happens here. Romans 1.16, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Salvation came to the Jews first. Who were the first people saved? That the, the disciples and then the 120, you know, and, and the, the Jewish people were the first ones saved. Remember, Peter didn't think that uh, the Jewish people, that the Gentiles were supposed to be saved. And God had to send him a vision and God had to send him somebody coming to say, come to my house. And but it says here to the Jew first, but also to, also to the Gentiles. Salvation is not just for the Jewish people. Salvation is for the Gentiles too. But it says in the word of God to the Jew first. Now the next thing, you, you not, might not like this one. Romans 2.9 says, Tribulation and anguish is going to come to the Jew first upon the soul of man that does evil, of the Jew first and also the Gentile. So salvation is going to come to the church. Tribulation and anguish is going to come to the church. But we're going to see it in the Jews first. Romans 2.10, but glory, honor, and praise. Now, I know you like all that. Glory and honor and peace to every man that works good, to the Jew first 
and also also the Gentiles. Now, everything that has happened in natural uh, Israel eventually happens in spiritual Israel. Israel is God's time clock. And the feasts of the Lord from uh, from, uh, Leviticus 23 are God's day timer. So watch Israel and follow the feast, and you're going to get into line and rhythm uh, with, with the one new man. Now, in 1948, Israel became a nation for the first time since 70 AD. Now, in 1978, what happened? Immediately, the very next day, it was May 14th, 1948, May 15th, 1948, all the Arab nations came against Israel to wipe them out. But what happened to the church when Israel became a nation? The greatest healing movement ever in history happened. The greatest healing movement. And, you know, all of these people that were nobodies, all of a sudden, William Brown and Alan Cole and, and, and John G. Lake and all of these, they, 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 that, that's when the healing movement came. They would have, they would have tents that, that they would have to have hold thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Miracles and signs and wonders happen because to the Jew first and then to, and then to the church. And then um, in 1967, remember we had the Six-Day War. That's when Jerusalem came back into the hands of God's people, the Jews, for the first time since 70 AD. And what happened with the church? Now, see, that was a glorious time for Israel. But what happened with the church? The charismatic renewal. The charismatic renewal, where the Holy Ghost just came into the Episcopal church. They started speaking in tongues. Then it went into the Baptist church. They started speaking in tongues into the Catholic Church and the Lutheran Church and so on and so on and so on. That's when um, the uh, full gospel businessmen started because back in the Catholic Church, they weren't speaking in tongues and praising God and raising their hands like, like their heart was wanting. And so they started uh, meeting together all the people that had, uh, had been spirit-filled during that charismatic move started needing a place to meet together. And they started the full gospel businessmen. They started um, the uh, the Aglow International, where the women were Aglow International, and um, that that's when a, uh, the Jews for Jesus started. And so, to the Jew first, and also to the church, it's that it's that spiritual awakening. And uh, so, some of the things that we're going to be talking about with the tribes. Each one of them has a gemstone that represents the, the uh, breastplate on the high priest. And uh, they would light up. If they were seeking God, that tribe would light up. Now, that happened after Jericho. Remember after Jericho? And all of a sudden, things started going wrong. And they found out. They, they checked with the, the breastplate. And, and they went by which lit up. And they knew, knew to that tribe. And they went down and found out that Achan had stolen things. They were not supposed to touch anything in Jericho because it all belonged to the Lord. It was Kerem. And um, it was set apart wholly to the Lord like a tithe. And since he had sinned, the whole nation uh, fell into uh, sin on that. Now, each one of them has a constellation. there's 12 main constellations in the heavenlies. Each one of the tribes has a constellation. 
Each one of them has a prophecy by Moses and by, J by Jacob. Each one of them has a standard or a bearer. You know, every single nation has a, has a flag that is specific to their history. We have the, tw the, the 50 stars and the stripes, and, and each one of them had a standard that was specific to that tribe. Each one of them has a month of the year uh, that'll say something about that month. Each one of them was given a land inheritance in, in, in the book of Joshua. Each one of them, when they divided the land, and it, 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 uh, it's different than the original 12, and we're going to get to that with Reuben when we get to next week. Um, the New Jerusalem uh, position, each one of them had a position around the tabernacle and the tent of meeting in, in the wilderness. Each one of them was going to have a position in the New Jerusalem. Each one of them had strength, and each one of them had weaknesses. None of them were perfect. Guess what? None of them were perfect. Each one of them had a gift. For instance, when, when you, you, um, you get to Issachar, Issachar loved to study. Most of the people in Torah study were from the tribe of Issachar. They were not priests. They were from the tribe of Issachar. And, uh, and then you have Zebulun, which was, they were the merchants, they were the money makers. Well, Zebulun and Issachar worked together because Issachar did the study. He didn't get out and work because Zebulun uh, took care of Issachar and, and made sure everything was taken care of so he could do his study work because it was important. Uh, each one of them had an assignment. Each one of them had an assignment. For instance, Judah. When it was time to leave, Judah went first. That's why I send out the praisers first. Judah means praise and send out the praisers first. So next week, we're going to talk about the mothers. We're going to get into Reuben and uh, Simeon and Levi. Hopefully, we'll be able to get three of them in next week. Uh, but I hope you've enjoyed this. Let me know if you have enjoyed it. Uh, send me an email at mbostrom2 at comcast.net. And, and let me know if you've enjoyed it. Let me know if you have any questions. If you're on Facebook, you can message me. Um, but I, I've, I enjoy the study. Somehow inside of me, it gets me so excited because I know that God is speaking to us about these times. Uh, all of, our, all of our, um, uh, our programs can be seen on the internet, on YouTube, under Ken Bostrom Ministries. Uh, my blog site is mbostrom2.com. Love to have you uh, come into that. And let us know how you're doing and how we can pray for you. God bless you. We'll see you next week. This is Ken and Mary Bostrom. We thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to watch us on kbntv.tv, YouTube, Facebook, mbostrom2.com. Also listen to us on WRNO Shortwave Radio. Contact us at KenBostonMinistries.org. God bless you today.